From Blackfoot to Teton, we've got your District 6 breakdown right here on the East Idaho PrepCast with Lance Taylor. That's right. Welcome into another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com, your number one source for all things District 6. I'm Brandon Bainey, joined by Lance Taylor. Lance, what's going on? Hey, I, I, I make sure I shower for this show every day or every <laughs> Tuesday. I, I shower for this show, whether I need it or not. I'm okay. Always- so what what I just heard is you shower once a week, Lance. That's well, <laughs> if I need it, as long as this show's going, then then at least once a week. All right. Well, here we go. The 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 main motivation that gets Lance out of bed every Tuesday morning. It's, it's the East Idaho Prepcast. Uh, you can a uh, couple couple ways you can get this podcast. Of course, you can uh, listen to it on our site, IdahoSports.com. You can download this podcast wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, we just got approved by Apple last week, so that was huge. And Google, we're still working out. They kind of messed some stuff up on their end. So, but but soon on Google Podcasts, it'll be available as well. You can also. Catch Catch the video. If you want to see what a showered and cleaned up Lance Taylor looks like, you can uh, watch the video on our YouTube channel as well as uh, the IdahoSports.com Facebook page. Lance, uh, what are you wearing on top of your hat? Are those snowboarding goggles? No, they're they're glasses that my company does. You can see those. They're actually glasses, but they're really just kind of kind of cool. Is it is it for like uh, like blue light when you're on the computer or is it no no just to wear okay to wear. this is uh, they are a little bit bigger you know <laughs> well, I'm getting you a pair I'm donating a pair to you <laughs> I love it that's why I was wondering if they were because like when you're out on the on the ski hill or snowboarding you have those giant um, yeah a lot of bikers use them uh, you know ski boarders snowboarders will usually use goggles. Uh, and this is actually a, a pair of glasses, but, uh, yeah, okay. good old pure adrenaline motorsports glasses. We love it. Okay. Awesome. So this is the reason why you would want to check out the video so you can see uh, Lance's glasses and what they look That's like. Right. So, yeah. Right. I always, I always try to incorporate at least one video only element into each show. So, um, yeah, let's, I mean, enough talk about us and our style because I mean, we probably should have our own fashion podcast each week as well. We should, we should. If we're being honest, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, the re- the main reason people come here is is to hear us break down what's going on in District Six. So last week we kind of went through your favorite teams in football from five A all the way down to one A D two, and today we'll take a look at uh, volleyball and soccer, and then we'll tell you about some of the soccer matches that are actually coming up Friday and Saturday at a lot of schools. Lance, soccer is actually the first sport that will get to compete uh, at the varsity level. Yeah, yeah, and it typically is each year, and then uh, the others usually follow the week after. Uh, but it usually starts uh, before everything else. Yeah. So I guess let's start with, well, we'll start with volleyball first, and then we'll go from soccer and transition into the schedule of games. So volleyball, uh, when you look at the 5A level, who stands out to you? I know Thunder Ridge was really good last year. So was yeah. Madison. But but where yeah. did you go? Well, Sky Ridge is your returning state champions. Of course, they're out of District 3 out by Boise area. Uh you know, Madison won the consolation last year, and that ended up, uh, you know, being being a nice little notch in their hat to be able to take into this season. Um, uh, you know, they took first in the district. That's District 5-6. Uh, they, they lost to Thunder Ridge, however, in the district tournament, and Thunder Ridge ended up being, uh, you know, doing quite well. Uh, there were was no five District 5, District 6 school that won on the opening day last year. 
of the state tournament. And so Madison went through, won the consolation championship. The game to watch, I think, in that conference this year are going to be both games, uh, both the matchups between Madison and Thunder Ridge. And don't forget Thunder Ridge was state champions, not last year, but the year before. Yeah, they had a really talented group of uh, female athletes. They were good in basketball. They were great yeah. in softball. And so, yeah, Thunder Ridge for sure. So, so yeah, Madison we like there. And you're right. Uh, Skyview High is is loaded for Bear again. And they they should be the overall favorite, I think, in 5A volleyball. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Of course, they were a 4A school for a lot of years. They're 5A now. Uh, <clears throat> are very, very good. I think in state, they're going to be the team to beat. Now, we don't have the actual scheduled games out yet to know exactly when Madison and Thunder Ridge play, but once those get posted, uh, that, that's going to be a couple games you want to watch for 5A. Yes, and that, that is a good reminder to uh, constantly check back to our website, idahosports.com. New content being put up every day. Uh, we're working on getting the schedule. So all the football schedules are in, all the boys and girls soccer schedules are in, and now we're tackling those volleyball schedules. And I, I, Lance, last night I probably put in about, I don't know, 20 or 30. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. There are some of them that are already up there. You know, sometimes coaches right. are a little late getting those in, and there are certain things we have to rely on. <laughs> You're right outside so, of our control so yes so if you don't see your favorite team's uh volleyball schedule just keep checking back every day because we're adding more and more and more and a good reminder as well we're still doing our statewide football previews as well where we give a detailed preview of every team in the state and yeah we're, we're down to about the final 30 or so schools that are kind of slowly trickling in so if you don't see your favorite team there for football either just keep checking back and and we'll, we'll get them all in as we get them. So a uh, good, good reminder there. So we like, so we like Madison and Thunder Ridge. Th those are going to be two really yeah. uh, fun matchups for sure in district five, six. What, what about the high country conference? Um, you know, Bonneville seemed really strong last year, but what, I mean, how do you see the breakdown? Well, Bonneville took third last year at state. Shelly also went to state. They went on two up there, but they did go to state. Bonneville won the conference last year ahead of Skyline. They do have some early tests on August 25th against 5A IF and also on September 7th against uh, 5A Thunder Ridge. So those will be some early tests for them. Games to watch as they get into conference. A lot of people are going to look for that Bonneville-Skyline matchup, and I think that is definitely a good matchup. However, uh, I think the ones to watch are going to be uh, uh, Bonneville's games versus Shelly on September 21st and October 5th. I think those are going to be uh, games that could be the uh, deciding factors in conference play. Yeah, Shelly has a really talented sophomore, Brindley Cannon, and it's just finding uh, enough quality playmakers around her. But yeah, I, I agree. I think Bonneville, uh, they host the Bonneville Classic in the middle of September. It's going to be a little uh, mini tournament. That should be a good one to keep an eye on as well. But yeah. I agree. Bonneville looks very solid. 3A, this is going to be kind of a slam dunk, Lance. I mean, it doesn't really matter what sport we're talking about. When, when you talk about favorites in District 6 for 3A, I mean, Sugar Salem, just they clean up in everything, Lance. What's going on there? Well, they're, they're going through a really good streak right now. Of course, they, uh, you know, they took state last year uh, over Kimberly. Uh, just and and they return most all of their players from last year. So this is a this is going to be a sensational team as they return most of those players. Uh, they've won four of the last six state championships, but in all six of those years, they've been in the state championship game. Uh, in fact, you have to go all the way back to 2014 uh, to where Sugar was not in the state championship matchup itself. And uh, uh, you know, I mean, that's a that's quite a feat for them. Uh, a couple early games to watch for them is going to be uh, against Hillcrest, uh, another one against Star Valley out of Wyoming. That, those games are on September 9th and September 30th. Um, they only had two losses last year, and those were against 5A Highland. 
they were only their only two losses. In fact, other than that, they only lost one game within the sets all year long. Everything else, they won three zero. Right. Uh, and so they uh, they're just uh, they're a very good team. They got the Star Valley tournament coming up again. Uh, that's the only other time out, outside of losing to Five A Highlands. The only other time that they even dropped one game within a set, and, uh, and then they went on and won that tournament. So Coach Cammy Dodson has, do, has done a good job, but uh, uh, but I, I think their games to kind of see where they're at are actually not going to be as much the conference games as they are the early on games against Hillcrest and Star Valley. Yeah, Sugar Salem just rolled through pretty much everybody last year, yeah. and and as you noted, the only player they lost was Marty Fillmore, and she was good. Yeah. But I mean, everybody else is back. And well, they got some sensational players that are coming back. Um, yeah, and uh, of course they'll be at that Bonneville tournament as well that you mentioned earlier. So that's something to think about. Yeah, and, and it's too bad because I think South Fremont is also kind of sneaky good, and if they were in any other conference, I think they would get a little more acclaim. But because they're in this league with this superpower they kind of get overshadowed sometimes well until someone steps up and knocks them off you know sugar's sugar's the team to beat there and uh, and, and and i think south fremont can step up and have a very good team it'll be interesting to see how they uh uh you, you know how they do uh you know once conference play comes but but right now sugar has just dominated that conference as of late yeah let's talk about the 2a and the nuclear conference uh i've got a team in mind but i want to see what you say first and we'll see if our thoughts line up here so who do you like there well last year's state champ came out of eastern idaho but southeast as west side out of district five uh, very very good team west jefferson took consolation last year uh firth was also in the tournament went two and out real, uh, real, real again, quick no district team that won on opening day sorry, sorry. about that no, 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 no. You've got your notes, which is great, but then they're blocking your, your face. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I saw that. I was getting towards the bottom of the page, and it goes up. You know, these are all the notes that I take. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's yeah. We want to see we want to see that beautiful uh showered, cleaned up face. Oh of boy, I'll tell you. And deodorant. Don't forget that. Oh yeah, I can smell it from here. It's good. <laughs> that's a good thing. Sorry. So yeah, continue. So so the state you know, came from Eastern Idaho, but yeah, there was no district team uh that ended up uh you know from from District Six that ended up winning on opening day last year of the state tournament. The West Jefferson did uh, go on and take conf- uh, consolation. They also won conference over Firth last year. And I think the games to watch this year are going to be those games, West Jefferson and Firth. I think those are going to be two tough games. Again, their schedules are not up yet, so we don't know the dates on those. Uh, but you always plan on those uh, being very, very highly contested. And what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I like West Jefferson a lot. I think they got a lot of juice. They got a lot of talented players. They were excellent in softball last year, and I know a lot of those players um play volleyball as well so that's that's the team i'm really keeping an eye on to be a dark horse so yeah yep. our thoughts our thoughts align that's nice yeah that's right <laughs> it's almost like we planned this out but we didn't really so <laughs> a little behind the scenes secret there for you that's uh right. let's let's talk 1a 1a volleyball in district six what are we what are we looking at when we look at well, well let's talk 1a d1 and and grace was your state champions last year technically they're listed in district five but uh, 1a kind of changes throughout the years because not every team always not every school always uh fields a team you know, and so it, it kind of changes. So uh, they have a really heavy schedule this year. It's all it's all a two A schedule primarily, with the exception of conference. So you know they're going to have some early tests against Westside. Uh, you know, for example, last year's two A state champions. Uh, uh, so that's going to be 
you know, it's going to be early on. They took second to Butte County in district last year, uh, you know, before going on that run uh, at state. And so I think the games to watch are going to be uh, Grace and Butte County. Yeah, you, you mentioned these teams that lose at districts and then and then come back to state and do well. Is it is it like basketball where sometimes, you know, because the bracket is kind of predetermined is, yeah. and we talk about it, teams don't lose on purpose, but no, teams no. don't mind sometimes if they lose at districts because it sets them up better at state. Do you, does that happen in volleyball too? Yeah, yeah, it does. And the way the way that it's always, you know, I mean, some of the frustrations that we run into at the state terms, oftentimes you have the best matchup in the opening round, maybe a team doesn't do quite as well at district as they thought, or maybe they had a player that was injured and set out and they ended up taking second and we're doing the back doorway into the state tournament. And, you know, whenever things like that happen, you're always going to have, you know, those, those, I shouldn't say always, but you're oftentimes going to have those situations where the best two teams meet up early on. Uh, I have some thoughts uh, on how they could do that differently. That's of course for another show. Uh, but, uh, but, but the thing is you get that and it's about matchups. It's about getting hot at the right time as well, you know? And so, those are some of the dynamics that go into into it. Yeah, I, d- I didn't mean to dovetail the conversation, but I, I really do think that that's something that has to be fixed because yeah, I, I definitely think it is. Skyline fans know what I'm talking about. Their boys and girls basketball teams last year just got put in the worst possible scenario because the, of the pre-bracketing where they had to play a, a district opponent for the sixth time uh, at state. Uh, yeah. The girls had to play Blackfoot. The boys had to play Hillcrest right away. And and the thing is, I you know I have no problem if the state doesn't say. I mean, unless you use basketball for an example, I have no problem if the state doesn't say. Hey, listen, uh, you know, some people think, well, just take take the top, you know, eight teams and just put them in there. I don't necessarily think that. I think who wins their district tournament should automatically go. I think you get into the state tournaments the same way you've always done. But then from there, I think they should seed it rather yeah, than preceded. They they did it for football this past year. Uh, with right. the max preps rating, yeah. I, how how hard would it be for basketball? There's less teams, yeah. but yep. anyways, <laughs> back yeah. back, back. for us. Right, right. Well, and I I know where you're at, District Six. That is a a, a volatile subject. I mean, there's I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, very much so. Skyline especially really got hosed on that, but yeah, they did. Yeah. All right. Let's keep talking about one uh, AD two volleyball. Yeah, one AD two. Tri Valley was your state champs last year. Water Springs. Uh, they went one and two at state. Uh, they lost the third place game. They did win their first game. Lost the third place game to Horseshoe Bend. Uh, Mackey won consolation. Uh, they won conference last year uh, over Mackey. Speaking of uh, uh, of Water Springs, and then Mackey, you know, did a little better at state. Uh, and I think the games to watch are going to be those two. I think. Uh, you know, I think when you look at Water Springs and Mackey, that has the potential to be a very good matchup. And again, one of the things we talk about in 1A uh, that's pretty consistent that we don't talk near as much about in the other school sizes is there are far more answers or excuse me, far more questions than answers when we go into these seasons at 1A. Right. Always the wild card. So so then you almost defer back to the coaching a little bit. And Mackey has one of the best, Kesha Hale. Uh, oh. she, coach, she coaches volleyball and girls basketball. Yeah. And she's fantastic. Very so. much. That's a great job. Very yeah. great. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. That's kind of our volleyball view. It'll be fun to, to track these teams and, and the progress they have throughout the season. There's always some big tournaments in Eastern Idaho. You know, there's the, the Peg Peterson invite at Highland in Pocatello. Sure. There's the Bonneville Classic we talked about. There's the Triple Threat Showcase, which is uh, uh, Hillcrest hosts that in September as well. So mm-hmm. there's going to be some fun uh, tournaments to, to talk about as we get into September as well. For volleyball. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm actually really looking forward to the season. I think volleyball is one of the more underrated sports. 
as far as attention wise. And I, I really enjoy volleyball. Yeah. It's, it's fun for sure. Let's all right. Let's switch gears now. Let's talk soccer. Let's uh, we we talked about female athletes, so let's keep it there. Let's let's go girls soccer first. Start at five A. Who do you like? Well, five A Rocky Mountain, your uh, reigning state champions. There, um, you know, Madison went state last year. They went zero and two last year. Uh, you know, Coach Birch. Uh, they were third in conference last year, by the way, behind behind Highland and Idaho Falls. Uh, but they, they ended up going to state, went on to and out. Uh, Highland did take third place last year in District 5-6. Uh, and so I think Highland is really, uh, you know, again, you got to step up and you got to beat the team that, uh, uh, that was the top last year. So I think games to watch are going to be Madison and Highland on September 16th and the 29th. Um, I think those, those are going to be very, very good games. You know, Madison tends to be pretty tough all the time. And, uh, and so, so I put Madison into that mix, uh, in district five, six, uh, for girls soccer. Yeah. Madison, uh, pretty consistently excellent at, at all their athletic programs. So no surprise there for a high country conference. What do you like there? Well, Preston won it last year. Preston, another Eastern Idaho school. Again, they're out of District 5. Uh, however, Skyline, uh, they were 1-1 one one last year at State. and, and the, Actually, the consolation game got canceled last year, so they were not able to play in that game. Uh, last year, they finished second uh, behind Bonneville. Uh, they're going to have some early tests this year, though, uh, is, uh, is Skyline. They're going to have some early tests. Uh, against Madison, that's on August 23rd. Uh, and then the games to watch, I think, are going to be um, Skyline and Bonneville again on September 7th and the 22nd. I think those are going to be early, or I mean, I think those are going to be games later in the season that kind of determine uh, going into the district championships. Yeah, should be uh, fun to keep an eye on. 3A, uh, what, Sugar Salem, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, they lost to uh, Coeur d'Alene Charter last year in the state championship right. game, one to zero. Uh, however, after going undefeated in districts last year during the regular season, Teton beat them and, uh, at the district tournament. And Sugar had to go in through the back door, uh, as did the boys. They had to go in through the back door, and, uh, and it gives us some – yeah, you know, kind of leads to a big, I shouldn't say big, but a controversy last year that uh, brought on a lot of people onto the website, a lot of comments and stuff, that playing game, the Sugar won four to one over American Falls. And that game was called early by the officials when some American Falls parents got into it with some Sugar players. Uh, that game was right here on IdahoSports.com. I actually called that game. Oh, wow. uh, and that was very interesting, very intense. And those two teams happened to play on August 26th at American Falls on September 14th at Sugar. So those are going to be some earlier season games to look at. Uh, but I think, again, as far as the district goes, uh, I think uh, it comes down between Sugar and Teton on September 28th and October 7th. Yeah, that was kind of a that was kind of an ugly incident where it, it, I think I think both sides felt validated, but it was like lost in communication with what happened in that yeah. game. Both both yeah. sides thought they were in the right, um, and if if we had just calmed down and talked it out, I think I think we could have avoided what actually yeah. happened. Have you had you ever seen anything like that before, Lance? Yeah, I mean I've been in sports long enough that I've seen stuff like that. Never as much though of parents going after kids going after athletes you know yeah. you see it a lot between athletes you see it a lot between coaches and coaches parents and parents you know students and students but rarely uh do you do you see it as far as parents going after athletes and actually getting in yelling matches with them and approaching them and and stuff like that there were some suspensions that came in from that and uh it it was it was ugly it was yeah. ugly 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, 2A, what do we like in the nuclear conference? Uh, well, uh, 2A actually plays in 3A. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, that's playing 3A. And again, I think I think it's uh, I think it's Sugar and Teton. Yes. Again, until someone steps up. Now, Sugar does have a huge loss in Sonny Benyon. Uh, you know, Sonny went to Lower Columbia College to play soccer and softball. That's coming up here. She also was a kicker for a period of time on the football team as well when Crew Clark went down last year. In fact, she kicked three field goals. She was three for three plus two for two on extra points. Pardon me, two for two on field goals, three for three on extra points against Shelly last year in a football game. And uh, just a very good leg, very good athlete. And uh, that's, a, that's a lot uh, uh, of shoe to fill. Sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I, uh, I, I kind of spaced that because I was looking at the schedule of games and one that stood out to me is Skyline hosting Firth on Friday at six o'clock. And so I was thinking Firth 2A and but of course, yeah, yeah. there's only 5A, 4A, 3A in soccer. Yeah, 5A, 4A, 3A for soccer. Not all uh, 2A teams, uh, you know, fill the soccer team. So when you look at that, when you look at that fifth or that sixth district for that, you know, pulls in like Firth, North Fremont often has a team in that as well. So any of those in this area that are 2A that want to fill the team, that's the conference they end up going into. Yeah, so if we look at the opening uh, slate of games here this weekend for girls soccer on Friday, you've got Rigby at Bonneville, mm-hmm. Preston at Hillcrest, and Firth at Skyline. Which which one of those games stands out to you the most, Lance? Uh, Preston and Hillcrest. I think Preston Hillcrest uh, will, you know, potentially set a four A precedence in Southeast Idaho. Uh, you know, for that, so that's uh, you know that's something you certainly want to look at there for sure. Yeah, and then on Saturday, the schedule expands a little bit here. We've got Firth at American Falls. So, wow, Firth, two games in two days. Shelley at Idaho Falls. Teton at Marsh Valley. I think that one could be pretty good. Hillcrest. That could be a very good game as well. Those are two yeah. teams Those are two teams that nobody wants to sleep on. Yeah. Is, uh, Teton out of District 6 and Marsh Valley out of District 5. Yeah, so Teton at Marsh Valley. And then uh, we've got Hillcrest at Rigby and Blackfoot at Thunder Ridge, which should be an yeah. interesting one too. Yeah, yeah. Blackfoot and Thunder Ridge could be a very good game as well. But I think Preston Hillcrest, I think that's going to be the game to watch uh, this weekend as far as that uh, potentially brings the most uh, uh, excitement. Yeah. All right, let's uh, transition over to boys soccer finally to wrap things up here. Yeah. We'll start at the 5A level. What do you like? Well... Thunder Ridge was in the state championship game last year. They lost to Boise, who won it. Uh, it's five to four on penalty kicks after being one to one. You know, to end that game, so it's really tough. Uh, Madison also went last year. They went one and two. Uh, there, there are some uh, early games. You got, uh, uh, you know, for Thunder Ridge. They play IF on September first, uh, and again on the twentieth. You know, that could be a really tough matchup. Uh, but I, I, I think uh, maybe even more so than Thunder Ridge and uh, Madison. I think Thunder Ridge and Idaho Falls uh, are going to be the two schools, the two schools that that comes down to in that conference. I could be wrong, but that's that's the way I feel. I'm going to take that clip where you said I could be wrong, and I'm just going to every time you uh, have something wrong, I'll replay that for you. <laughs> well, you, you know, there's, there's a point in your life where you'll never say that. <laughs> but you've been married almost 30 years like me. Uh, you, you've learned to to uh, admit that you can be wrong. And if not, your wife will remind you of it. When, when you've been married for 30 years, you've definitely got some L's on the, on the win-loss record, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, far more L's than W's. That's for sure. <laughs> but we also uh, have a lot of break-evens. We, we, we also have a lot of... A lot of break-evens. Yeah, right, right, for sure. Uh, 4A, High Country Conference, boys soccer. You know, once again, 
They had a team in the state championship game last year. Blackville, or excuse me, Blackfoot lost to uh, Valley View. Valley View had to had to, by the way, take a playing game to get to the state championships. Yeah, and they're the state tournament. And ended up losing, or I mean, ended up winning the state championship. So Blackfoot, uh, they went down four to one in the championship game. Um, Skyline lost a playing game uh, against Valley View. That was a playing game that got Valley View in. Uh, however, Blackfoot last year went six and zero in conference. Uh, and, and again, I think, uh, you know, I put Hillcrest in this, we talked about, uh, you know, their girls upcoming here. I, uh, I think the game to watch this year, the games to watch for Blackfoot are going to be against Hillcrest on the 23rd of September and October 14th. Yeah. Those will be fun ones for sure. Soccer. It seems like there's more volatility in terms of there's, there's more upsets that happen. There's more kind of Cinderella teams. Like you said, Valley View had the play in game and then, and then got to the championship. Um, and I think it's because like in volleyball there, you know, you play five, mm-hmm. five sets potentially. So, so yeah. it's almost like a best of five series where that favors the, the more skilled sure. team, right? Sure. Foot, it does. Foot, football, you know, you've got to play four quarters basketball. You've got to play four quarters with soccer. There's such a, a finite number, even within the game, there's such a finite number of attempts at the goal where you're getting yeah. shots on goal that I think it really can swing in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and uh, you, know, you know, it does happen. There does seem to be uh, – it's a lot harder to pick, and we're going to have a lot more losses on our picks, it seems, with uh, uh, with soccer than we do with, with football and volleyball. Yeah, for sure. It'll be it'll be tough yeah. for sure. Uh, okay, and then 3A, what do we like there? Should well, we say- uh, Sun Valley <laughs> Community School won it last right. year. They were state champs. And, again, that's one of those smaller schools, smaller in 3A, but comes up and plays in that division. Uh, Sugar Salem, however, out of conference play, uh, they, they did a playing game to get there and they, uh, they won the consolation championship one to zero over McCall McCall, by the way, last year made a pretty good splash in three, a made it all the way to the state championship game in boys basketball. It was their first year up from two, a to three, a, but, uh, Sugar had beat McCall, uh, Sugar was three and one in conference last year. Teton again, has a very good team as well. And I think the games to watch are going to be against Teton on September 28th and October 7th. That's, uh, Sugar and Teton. Yeah. So the same as the girls. I, I think the boys 3A soccer is going to be fascinating with Sun Valley and Weezer and McCall are both going to be really good. Very much. Weezer should be a very good team this year. And, and uh, but again, Sun Valley Community School is going to be the team to beat. And uh, someone's got to step up and prove that they can knock them off. The only thing that's going to stand in Sun Valley's way is COVID 19 and whether they are allowed to play games or not. That was a big problem last year for them. You know, they didn't get to play very much in the regular season. Not that that, that's right. They had a small regular season. Uh, and and Coach Coach uh, Scott Terry takes over for the boys this year at Sugar as well. Hmm, and okay. so he's the girls and the boys coach. Dual, so, so how's that going to work? Uh, will there be a lot of doubleheaders? Uh-huh. Well, games games uh, are usually, usually they go and play. Uh, it's a doubleheader usually when they go and play. Girls okay. follow by boys. Yep. Okay. Interesting. We'll keep an eye on that. That'll be, yeah, that'll be fun. Okay. So the opening slate of games for boys soccer, pretty similar to the girls Uh, on Friday, you've got Hillcrest at Preston, Bonneville at Rigby and Firth at Skyline again, which matchup do you like the best there? (sighs) I might have to go with, (laughs) with Preston and Hillcrest. (laughs) 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 And, and, and I think Hillcrest wins that game. In fact, I think they went fairly handily, but I think people will get a good look at Hillcrest and what they bring to the field this year. Yeah, that'll right. be in a nice early season road trip for them as well. So, yep. uh, and then Saturday, uh, the schedule beefs out a little bit more. Firth at American Falls, uh, Teton at Marsh Valley, 
Thunder Ridge at Blackfoot, Rigby at Hillcrest, and Idaho Falls at Shelley. Well, and you get first at American Falls, and there's a, there's a good game for people to see, you know, where American Falls is. Again, we talked about the uh, the scuffle at the end of the season last year, you know, for them before on, in the playing game before the state tournament. That was against Sugar, and and uh, I guarantee those players are anxious to get on the field, very anxious to get on the field. And and American Falls traditionally has a very good soccer program. Of course, this is the boys we're talking about, right. you know, here, and they didn't have the scuffle last year, but, but their boys are, uh, are very tough as well. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be fun to watch. So, uh, that's really all we have in the, uh, the district six. It's kind of just soccer this weekend. And the next week, yeah. Lance, we're diving into football. We, we are the Rocky mountain rumble going. We're going to talk yeah. about that for sure. And yeah, Rocky mountain rumble should be very, very good. I'm going to be doing PA, uh, uh, for one of the games in that, and then uh, doing play-by-play for Idaho Sports and color on some of some of the others. So yeah, we're we're gonna have you and uh, Lauren Jensen there that's broadcasting. Right. So that's right. I like it when Lauren does play-by-play and I get to do color because <laughs> I can really just razz Lauren, you know, during that. You know, it's uh, it, just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Lauren and I have a good time. We Lauren is the uh, the low-hanging fruit in terms. Oh, of, of course. Uh, well, then I'm with Tim Bell now. Several times this year as well. Tim is excellent. Uh, of course, he's the PA announcer for Bonneville High School uh, as well. But uh, uh, Tim, very, very good. But L- Lauren and I, we've we've done it together for a long time. Yeah. You and I need to get on some games this year. Yeah, I've I've never worked with you yet, Lance. I think I've worked with everybody in uh, District Six, our, our broadcast teams. I think except you and Tim. I haven't worked with Tim yet either. But well, maybe come basketball. You know, maybe be a few more opportunities, things like yeah. that. So, yeah, that uh, sounds good. We'll get it. We don't live too far apart. Yeah, where do you? Yeah, we're not too far away. I, I, I mean, with gas prices, that does seem to stretch our communities a little farther apart because you know it's it's a lot more expensive to drive down, but but uh, or to drive up. But you know, we'll deal with that. Hopefully, they'll go down. Well, I sent an email to Jeff Bezos asking if we could borrow his rocket for the season, but hey. he surprisingly, he hasn't gotten back to me yet. Well, you know, uh, I, I've heard he gets a lot of texts and emails every day, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I know you're up close to the top of that list, so he'll probably get to you. Yeah. Any day now. <laughs> yeah. He was sure proud of that thing. I'll tell you that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, to the point where his employees complained. <laughs> yeah. About all the money spent on it. So look at my magnificent rocket, everybody. I do. I, I do. I do think it's good that we're pushing the boundaries of exploration. Oh, oh I, I certainly do too. I just, I just think that. It's probably not super tactful to talk about how much it costs you to do it, you know, when you have a lot of employees that are saying, pay me more, pay me more. Yeah. <laughs> and you're uh, saying thanks to them for helping fund the project, you know, that, that they really didn't benefit from. But yeah. Either way, I don't care. <laughs> not my money. Yeah. Well, we'll see if uh, maybe you can get a job as a PR person for. for well, well, you know, uh, I, I don't tell him what beer to buy and he doesn't tell me what soda pop to buy. So, uh, right. Uh, you know, we'll just go with that. Okay. That sounds good. That'll, uh, boy, I think we've run the gambit when we, when we start talking about rocket ships, oh, and Amazon, we, we've hit the end of the line here, Lance. Uh, we did. We did. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, next week we'll dive into the Rocky mountain rumble and some of the football and volleyball stuff that's going on. It's just soccer this weekend, but it was fun to, to pick your brain and, and keep an eye out for certain volleyball and soccer teams that we think are going to be good. And you know what, as well, something to, that uh, that people who 
you know, plan on watching the Rumble next week, might want to look at it, some of those Utah schools that are going to have two games under their belts coming into that and playing up here, you know, Green Canyon, you got uh, – um, oh, criminy. <laughs> I forgot a couple of the schools. I know Beaver, uh, the high school's coming up, Morgan uh, coming up. And those are schools, again, we talked about it last week, they're going to have a couple games under their belts. And it's going to be first game for a lot of the Utah schools. So – uh, or excuse me, for the Idaho schools. And so, you know, people, you can hop on some of the websites, you know, like like the UHSAA down in Utah and kind of see how those teams are doing. It'll give you maybe a little better look at the, the potential matchups. Yeah, I think I saw on social media, the Sugar Salem coaching staff might have slipped down to Utah last week to scout out. Or who? Uh, maybe yeah. they're, they're playing, right? Who? Which school are they playing? Yeah, yeah they're playing Morgan, which, okay. is, uh, yeah. which is up out of uh, just uh, Ogden Canyon. And yeah. Morgan's one of those schools that has grown a lot. Had a great season last year, uh, as well. I had a chance to talk to uh, to uh, Skyler Richens, who is the new athletic director at at, uh, at Sugar Salem as well, replacing Jay Miller there. And uh, and so uh, uh, and he's still coaching football. And and he told me, he says we've got a lot of concerns with them coming in with two games under their belt. So he says we're definitely going to take a look at them. Uh, and that's the one benefit is when you don't play, at least you you have the ability to scout which right. they haven't had the ability to scout you. So maybe that offsets the two games, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be fun to talk about next week, but yeah, that'll, will do it. yeah that'll do it for this edition of the East Idaho prep cast. Thanks for tuning in everybody for Lance Taylor. I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.